Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Ninety-four WIP. At this point, they're probably putting the handcuffs on Arthur. All right, let's go to Joe. Joe, you're on WIP. Yo, Joe. Hi, how are you? Good. How you doing, Joe? Not bad. Listen, uh, I just want to say I I do not think the Sixers will make the playoffs uh, next year. I'm going to give you a reason why. Okay. And. First off, we got to remember, this is the NBA. It's not high school or college. These kids are, lo- are young. It's the first time they're going to be playing together. Yep. There's going to be a lot of growing pains. There's going to be a lot of mistakes. There's going to be a lot of, a lot of tough losses. Well, they got to figure and, out how to play together. I, I, well, just... Yeah, well, 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 again, well, that's part of what I'm saying. And it's all going to build towards 2018. It's only going to help them towards 2018. I think 2018 is the year... Well, they start coming of age. Well, they'll be better. They'll be better this year. I mean, at least they're not trying to lose. <laughs> no, well, no, I understand that. I just, from, I mean, they're young, number one, the first time playing together, and uh, I just, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of growing pains, a lot of mistakes, and I just don't see them making it. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to be depending on, uh, T.J. McConnell to win a game, or, exactly. or uh, Covington to win a game. Hey, Covington's a nice bench player on a good he's team. He's a bench player. player. That's he is. Yeah, he's a bench player, which is fine. Right. It's just you got to have right. bench players too. Right. Uh, but we My don't friend, know. We don't know about Simmons yet. We don't know how many games Embiid's going to play. They are better. They are trying to win. They are moving forward. They've got a basketball guy running it. Although I don't like some of his snippiness at news conferences. Uh, Brian Colangelo I'm talking about. But he's a basketball guy, and he knows what he's he's doing. And uh, he made the trade, which the last guy I don't think would have made the trade. Hey, uh, I, I agree with that also. And I'm, I'm going to give you a fraud. And, and it's going to be LaFleur James. And here's my reason why. Go ahead. He's... Uh, you got all these pundits comparing him to, you know, Michael Jordan. Jordan, and the one thing I'll say, watching Jordan in his uh, Jordan in his career, I'm 58 years old. I see, I, I seen Jordan. I seen uh, James. Now, it's not even close. And, it's not even close. I know these people. It's not, not, even, not close. even close. Now let me finish. Jordan, Jordan would get to a, uh, a critical point in the game where he knew he had to put the team on his back and carry them, and he did it. Yeah, well, I, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen any critical moments where Jordan said, all right, got to put this team on my back. Well, yeah. I love the pass that Le, uh, LeBron James makes in the finals to Kyle Korver. Are you kidding me? Kyle right. Korver is a nice three-point shooter. It's the biggest right. shot of his lifetime. That, that ball has to be taken to the basket by LeBron James, uh, and he had a lane to do it. And at worst, he would have been fouled, but he doesn't like to go. To, it's obvious he doesn't like to go to the foul line at the end of games because he's not a good foul shooter. 
What, uh, did, what did Jordan do throughout his career? When he had a critical, critical moment, he would take the ball to the basket. LeBron James is too worried about his legacy instead of just going out. Kyrie Irving is the glue and the reason that Cleveland wins. Now, they need both of them. There's no question. I mean, let's not be foolish about this. They need both of them, and they need other players. But Kyrie Irving, I think, is the leader. Uh, he's not He's not intimidated by questions afterwards. He's honest. He answers your questions. He doesn't get, uh, doesn't get too sensitive and doesn't show his insecurity as LeBron James does. And LeBron James, when he said, it's my calling to play against dynasties, are you kidding me? I mean, he is so insecure. It's just, but Michael Jordan, it's it's not it's not even close. And I think, like I said, I think the leader, I think the leader on that team is Kyrie Irving. I agree. All right. Agree. Hey, thanks for the call. Thank you, Rebecca. You're on WIP. Rebecca. Oh, hi. Sorry about that. That's all right. How are you today? Good. I just got. Done working an overnight shift, so hopefully I'll make some sense this morning here. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, um, we'll make it make I wanted sense. To talk a little bit, I'm sorry, I wanted to talk a little bit about Ben Simmons. Yep. I'm, I'm not as enthusiastic about the Sixers as a lot of people are in the area. I just have a bad feeling that it seems almost like he thinks he's a diva or he has some God complex, that he thinks he's better than everyone, that he doesn't can't improve or it wouldn't benefit him to, to play in the summer league with people he probably feels are inferior to him. Um, I, I don't know. I just have a bad feeling about him. I, I just don't get the sense that he's got that work ethic that he should have, that he's got the sense of uh, the superiority. Well, I, I, I tend to agree with some. I, I am concerned about his work ethic. I don't think he thinks he's superior to those. There might be a touch of that, but I don't think that's the main reason. He just doesn't want to go. He just doesn't want to go. He wants his time off. Uh, he'll probably go home to Australia. He wants his time off because there's nobody here. So there'll be nobody here. I'll go home to Australia. Hey, listen, if you want to go home, you can go home now. But it would be a great opportunity, a great opportunity for uh, Ben Simmons. And uh, I didn't hang up on her. She just, did she hang up the phone? Uh, Phil, did she hang up the phone? Did you didn't hang that up, did you? Uh, Rebecca, I'm sorry. I didn't hang up on you if you wanted to respond. Uh I think it would be a great opportunity for Markel Fultz and Ben Simmons to play together to see how they can play together. I, granted, you're playing against schoolyard players in the summer league. It's a joke with some of the players that are out there. But that's not the point. The point is to go out there. I don't know if he's uh, concerned because last year he turned the ball over a lot in summer league when he played. Uh, whatever the case may be, I think it would have been important for him. But I, And... And so his work ethic certainly has to be questioned a little bit. Oh, he's out in the gym at the Sixers all the time. That's great. What else is he going to do? <laughs> really, what else is he going to do? And that's fine. Uh, but there's some other things that I've heard. We know he's got skills. We know he's talented. How he fits and what he is in the NBA is still a question. And this doesn't take away from the fact that the 76ers are better. They are now moving forward trying to win. They will win more games this year. They do have a chance to make the playoffs. Uh, I think they should win 40 games, but maybe that's high, basically, because we don't know how they're going to play together. We know Markel Fultz is a point guard. They finally have a legitimate NBA point guard. DJ McConnell's a backup guy. Nice guy. Great guy. Uh, adds the energy. Uh, he's a 
terrific guy to have on a team as a backup somewhere, but he can't be your starting point guard. Uh, So they are better. Absolutely no question. But the questions remain. How many games will Joe Embiid play? How many minutes will Joe Embiid play? Uh, How will Ben Simmons fit? Uh, Markel Fultz is the point guard and is... Uh, appears by everything that he is. I'm not worried that he won nine games at Washington, which you could think about. I'm not worried about that. We know he can play. We know by everybody's, uh, I don't think he's that much better than any other, than the top five picks, but he is better. He is the best player coming out of the draft. And he is a fit for that team. But they got to figure that out. And they're going to have to figure it out in the preseason and they're going to have to figure it out when they practice, which is not always the best thing. And in exhibition games, and I think there's less this year. I'm not sure. So it is a question. There is excitement. I don't believe the Sixers with 14,000 season tickets. I think that's another spin uh, to try to create an urgency by people. I better get my tickets because so I don't believe that number because the Sixers have not told us the truth many times. So I don't believe that number. Is there interest? Yes, there's a ton of interest. No question. 14,000 season tickets? Nah. Uh, But there's interest and there's excitement. And they are a better team. And people are looking forward to the season. No question. And now in the world of Twitter, every athlete compliments every other athlete. And they tweak to each other and welcome aboard. And that's all great. But they got to go out there and do it on the court. And they are better. They are better. How much is still a big question? And another question of his intelligence would be Adrian, who's a New York Giant dope. Hey, 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 hey. Who, who, who picked the coach? Who, who, um, who actually hired um, the coach for the 76ers? Uh, what's that? Who hired the coach for the 76ers? Uh, who hired the coach? I guess yeah. it was Sam Hinkie. Hinkie, right? <laughs> who got you six first-round draft picks and a ton load of money under the cap? Who did that? Hanky, that's right. Now say it. You can say it, How when you scared to say his name. Okay, how, how, many, how many of those first-round picks do they have left? Now you got them projected. Even though three of them are not even, not even on the team anymore, and you just, you just put Okafor, you just wash them away. Yeah, still, I well, why? Now, yeah. Look, hey, now, with, with all the talk the last few days, this last week, has anybody mentioned Okafor? I'm not worried about him mentioning You know what? Here's Okafor. the other thing. I haven't even seen – now, I'm not saying he's not been there, but I see when these other guys were working out, when these guys came in to work out, I saw uh, MB there – Almost all the time. I think he was there for all the workouts. Simmons was probably there, either not, if not all of them, most of them. Uh, Dario Saric is there. Other players are there. I did not see. I did not see Okafor, uh, and I don't know uh, if there's anything, anything I should read into that or not read into that. But he knows he's not going to be with the team. So yeah. So so why even come out? You know, and you know, I. I and still, he's still part of the team. Oh, come on. Don't nobody. Wait, 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 wait. He's not going to be here. Let's not, let's not dwell on Okafor. He's not going to be here. He's not going to be here. So you talk about all the first-round picks, and three of them are going to be gone. So, so wait a minute. And three of them might be all-stars. So, I mean, got a great upside to be all-stars. Who? Three all-stars. Who? 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 Simmons. Simmons hasn't played a second yet. Neither did folks. You, you're giving them all this credit. Neither did folks. I didn't Simmons say folks is an all-star, no, but he's a no, no. Well, no, he's, he's a, a better he's a better player. He's a better player. 
then I I think he's a better player than Simmons because he can do more things. Uh, why, why would you say he can do more things? He can, I mean, because Simmons can pass the he ball. Can, he can, can shoot and he can pass. What makes you think he can shoot? He shoots sixty-four percent from the foul line. He shoots forty-seven. Yeah, I know I, I, the foul line. I don't shoot. understand. I don't understand because that. you know why? Because a lot of that forty-seven percent are layups and dunks. That's why. So I mean, oh, well, but he shot forty-one percent from three. Now it's a different three-point line in the NBA. Yeah, forty-one percent from three in the college. I mean, come on, that's college, man. You you got you going back maybe like five feet, man, or three or four feet. So I mean, I mean, I like the kid. Trust me, because I'm a Sixers fan. I like what's going on, but. You know, I just think that they're going to they're going to make the playoffs because the Eastern Conference is just so bad. I mean, I mean, just that simple. I mean, I, I think um, with the coaching staff, they've been doing everybody around them has been getting better. So you just gotta just just, just keep thinking that Simmons is better. The Simmons have been in been, been oh, under these guys oh, oh, for a year. I, I don't know what Simmons can do. I know he's talented. I but don't know what I'm he saying, can do. I've never seen him play a second in a, in a real he, NBA game. He's saying he played in, in the summer league last year. What, what makes sense for him to play this year in the summer league, get hurt, because, and then we're well, going to no, play again? Forget ah. We're not talking about getting hurt. We're talking about seeing how he plays with Markel Fultz. Nah, Why shouldn't I mean, he play? He hasn't I, played I, for a year. I'd rather wait for for the regular season. Let, oh, let's, let's start the regular season with Simmons and bump you are, the you, are you, you know, you don't have one okay, to say. You wanted to talk about the Eagles. Get to the Eagles so I can hang up on your ass. Oh, yeah, not the Eagles. Let's talk. To, you keep talking about how much better they're going to be this year. They got a bunch of one-year one-year wonders. That's what they are. And they take right? a pill. Okay. They take one more pill. they done for the okay. year. I mean, them, them, them dopes they got on the team, about three or four of them. Okay. Come As on, a Giants fan, you're going to depend on Eli Manning at 37 years old? Man, hey, look. Wait a minute. How old is Tom Brady? How old is Tom Brady? What's that? How old is Tom Brady? Uh, Tom Brady is already uh, – uh, Tom Brady's 37. Uh, how old is Tom Brady, Howard? Okay. Can you say it? Spit it out. 37. He's 40. He's 40. Well, that's, uh, then I would question how good he's going to be, too. You know what I mean? He just won the Super Bowl. So don't hand me that. Eli don't compare. Well, first of all, Eli compare. beating twice in Super Bowls. Beating okay. twice. I played him twice. Okay. I played Tom beat, Brady okay. twice in the Super Bowl. Here, here's, he here's how he won the game. Here's twice. how. Here, are you going to be quiet for a second? Here's how I he won the games. He yeah. won the games with a guy catching the football on his helmet. With, with, New England, with New England blowing two interceptions in the final drive, and with his defense the second time, he scored 10 points in 59 minutes. Get out of here. 94. WIP. Uh, it's, it's just, I can't argue about the New York Giants. They're just, they are what they are. Uh, but the Eagles and the Giants are the two teams in the division that I would think would be who you got to pay attention to. I don't think the Redskins are going to have a great year, and I do not think the Dallas Cowboys will have a great year. Certainly not close to what they had last year. 94 WIP 888-729-9494 on your cell phones, pound 9494 and that AT&T service that I'm using, and pound 9494 and Verizon. By the way, did anybody see Josh Jackson's first pitch? All these players, these NBA players, these picks, are throwing out first pitches. Josh Jackson out the first pitch last night, unbelievable. I think uh, I, um, where did he? And then De'Aaron Fox threw out a pitch. I forget where it was. I forget which stadium it was. But where where was he drafted by uh, by Phoenix? So Josh Jackson threw it out in Phoenix uh, at the Diamondbacks game. The Phillies were there. It was ten feet wide. It was brutal. WIP Sports Time nine eighteen. 
Here on WIP. Hey, good morning, Howard. Good morning. Uh, big fan. Uh, first time I'm on the air. Thanks for having me. Thank you for calling. Uh, I wanted to talk about um, how the point you made a couple callers ago, you said that uh, when you look at the Sixers and how they're going to make the championship, it's all speculation. Sure. Um, but, but you seem to give the Eagles a pass. When I look at them, Speculation think, there, too. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> but you don't seem to be – uh, getting on their back, I mean, you, you look at it, you know, if Carson Wentz takes a step forward, if Sidney Jones doesn't have health issues, if Doug Peterson's play calling yeah, improves, if these guys we have on one-year deals yeah, sign here not, for the long term. Yeah, here's the difference, Keith. Here's the difference. I, I, I have not been one of those guys that said, oh, they, they did the right things and they're on their way to the championship. You know, there's all this process nonsense these most of these the, these hinkyites, uh, the sons of Sam, uh, the cult that has been formed, the Kool Aid drinking idiots, uh, already think, oh, it was great to try to lose for four years and move forward, and it's all on the way to a championship. I, in no way, in no way, am ready to say that the Eagles are going to the championship. If they don't do it in the next three years, I think the Eagles are going to have problems because. It's got to develop within the next three years, the outside. This year, they may make the playoffs. Next year, they should make the playoffs. And the following year, they should have a chance to get to the Super Bowl. But, no, I haven't. I'm not ready to to phone it in. These 76ers people think they're already in the championship sometime down the line. That's not the – they still have a long way to go. The Eagles – Already know you have a piece. We'll see how good Carson Wentz is. What is the 76ers piece? Joel Embiid, who's always hurt, that's number one, and he's a great player. He will be a great player if he's not. Uh, Markel Fultz is, a, from what I see and what people say, a terrific player. We don't know about Ben Simmons. Dario Saric, I think, on a good team, is, a, is the sixth man because he still doesn't shoot it as well, but he's a good player. But but there's a different there's a there's a different fan base screaming that these guys they already have them in the championship down the line. I don't know if the Eagles are going to get to the championship, and I've been clear about that. Yeah, well, I I, I like to hear that. Honestly, I think uh, we kind of agree on that. For some reason, I thought uh, you you were kind of giving the Eagles a pass. No, I'm not giving uh, them a pass. They got to get yeah. there sooner or later. But what they've done in this off season. Uh, has been good, but the reality is they didn't. They didn't have to lose to do it. They didn't try. Let's put it this way: right. they didn't try to lose to do it, and that's that is so wrong in sports. You play to win the game. Herm Edwards said it. You play to win the game, uh, and the Sixers for four years didn't play to win the game, and that's just that's cheating the fans out of four years of their life and four years of enjoyment. Now it better pay off. I'm not sure it will. And the Eagles didn't do that, and I'm not sure Carson Wentz is there yet, but he's the one piece they needed, and it's in place, and they've done some other things to make him better. But they got to get there within the next three years, and now the Sixers, those people already think they are there uh, in the next three to four years for the Sixers. So that's that's the difference. But, no, I'm not giving the Eagles a pass. they got they got some things they got to work on, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, th- thank you again for having me on, Howard. Uh, right, th- I-, I don't always agree with you, but I love how you're honest. 
And uh, I, I got a lot of respect for you. Thanks. What part of Florida are you from? Um, I'm in Yulee, uh, Florida. It's uh, just north of Jacksonville. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks for calling. All right. Yeah, I, I appreciate the call. Bruce, you're on WIP. Hey, Howard. I'm a really big fan. How are you? I'm great. I never had a bad day in my life. How are you? I know. I try to live by that credo. I'm good, thanks. Um, before I get to my main point, I just want to say that those hinky fans, they're just a bunch of Democratic panty waist liberals that are trying to bring society down. <laughs> I don't down. want to get the politics part in it, but the reality is they don't have reality. The reality is they don't really see reality uh, because they're, they're into – see, millennials uh, – the term for millennial, which I can't stand – is people born between 80, what's it, 82 and 96 have been deemed millennials. So a lot of these people are and aren't. They love computers. They love numbers. They get caught up in this analytics nonsense. Analytics are a fear system, not the system. And you, you, but they love that. So they're, they're, a, different, they're a different breed. They well, it's because they think – anyway, let me get to my main point. So yeah. I, I've really been on you with this soda tax. I think it's one of the biggest issues in our region. And uh, – I think the court sided with Kenny on this issue this week. Is that true? Well, no, they did. Uh, the courts didn't side. They had an appeal in Harrisburg, uh, uh, or or they had yeah they appealed it, or they went to 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 fight it. I I think the appeal is now in place, and there's hearings on it in Harrisburg, and they turned them down the first time. They had a hearing yesterday here in Philadelphia. And it's not good. There was a lot of protesters there that never let him get through it in city council. City council is the, they're the culprits here too, right? So, because so they, they're lemmings to to the to the one one term mayor Jim Kenney. Absolutely. So you're a big national media guy, and I know you're a big Trump guy. So I'm wondering, can you reach out to Trump and have him get involved in this issue? <laughs> no, it's it can't. it's on his agenda. Okay. Don't you think? Okay. Here, here's here's the problem. No, no, I can't. Here, here's the here's the problem. And let's just and, and let's stick with the city. Uh, this mayor takes his girlfriend on a trip and she didn't pay for it. Then, then they got caught. And now he says she's paying for it. Uh, a trip that he got for free, which is the mayor he shouldn't have taken, but okay. So they went to Iceland. All right. But that's not the big problem. He has $50 million that the city spent on a building for the police headquarters. And they absolutely need a new one. Both police commissioners, the last one and this one said that at 46 to market, it was fine. They spent 50 million. Now he decides, and I don't understand why he's buying the Inquirer building. That building was going to sit there once they couldn't get a casino there. And now it's a lease buy. Now the taxes, the real estate taxes that were going to be paid on the building, now don't have to be paid because the city has agreed to lease it and then buy it, which will cost the city over $220 million. They're, they're building a park over 95, which I don't think will ever get done. That's another $200 million. They sign an agreement. They work out something with the teachers, and the teachers deserved, absolutely deserved a new agreement. However, he signed an agreement which they don't have the money for. He's going to the state for more money, and the state's tired of giving the city money. He's doing all these things. And where's the money coming from? I don't even understand. He keeps on spending money, and he doesn't have the money. And then the soda tax is unfair to the poor, and it's not a soda tax. It's a beverage tax. It's unfair to everybody. Let people decide. There's other ways to tax people for pre. Worried about pre-K, and they're laying off teachers because they don't have enough money. I, the whole thing, this city is a mess. It's a cesspool of political corruption. Well, listen, Howard, I just think that the, the president who is going to make this yeah, country I don't want great to get, again, he's, he's going to, he'll know who you are, Forget Howard. about whether you like or dislike Trump. I, well, I, I, the president can't do anything about this. 
You know, you got it's got to be dealt with the people, to their councilman, to the one-term mayor, and you voted him in, not me. All right, uh, Barry, you're on WIP. Barry. Morning, Howard. How are you? Good. How Hello. are you? All right, Howard. I've listened to you for years, and I've not always agreed with you, but I've always respected your opinion. Uh, let me throw this at you. Let me see what you had to say. A few callers ago, you were talking about LeBron James and him wanting to protect his legacy. Yeah, uh, yes, now, clearly. Now, now, as far as I'm concerned, he's a great player, and from what I see, he's a, a good human being. But when you compare him with, and I'll throw this at you, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Urban Magic Johnson, you know, these guys were killers. Correct. They had a killer instinct when, you know, even uh, Kobe Bryant, when they got you down, they, they stuck it in. And I don't see that with LeBron James. How what about Bill think? Russell? Bill Russell scored, yeah, scored 30 yeah. points and had 40 rebounds in a finals game. 30 points and 40 rebounds. I, but, but all these guys, but they were killers. Back then, those players hated each other. They didn't hug each other. They hated each other. This hugging after games, and all, this is all nonsense. Uh, but, but LeBron James is so insecure. He's a great player. We can all agree he's a great player. He's not one yes. of the top seven in my book. Uh, there's other players, Oscar Robertson. Bill Russell, uh, uh, Bird, uh, 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 obviously Jordan. You can go right down the line uh, of killers and great players that could do everything. The game's different. Nobody defends anymore. They let you go down the lane. Uh, It's a three-point shooting game, which Bird could have adapted. Anybody could adapt to the way the game's played, regardless of which era you are in. They would Great players adapt. But he's so insecure, and when he said... It was his calling. He believes it's his calling to play against dynasties. Are you kidding me? It's, yeah. it's a joke. Well, it's well, a joke. Well, bringing it forward, Howard, with uh, the new guy, uh, the new uh, draft pick, Fultz. Seems like a great kid. Yes. I don't know if it's rehearsed or from the heart, but he says all the right things. I just hope with all the talent and, and, and pluses that he brings, he brings some of that killer that we need. Somebody's got to be a killer. Well, he's got, he, he obviously, he's obviously not concerned about legacies at this point. He wants to be the best, but everybody wants to be the best. I have no problem with that. And it seems like he will be a great teammate. He will be a great fit. They needed a point guard. Uh, LeBron James w- chose himself to be the best. Uh, and he is in the NBA right now. I would take Kevin Durant over LeBron James, but we know that Kevin Durant can win games at the end of games, and I'm not sure LeBron is that play. He's a great player, but so even if we agree that he's the be- he's the best in the NBA, there's other players that were right there. But people kind of forget, and people haven't seen. The problem is when people say, "Well, LeBron's better than Michael Jordan, and better than Bird, and better than Magic, and better than Russell, and better than Kareem." You know, let's not forget about Kareem, yeah, Oscar Robertson. They've never seen those guys, uh, and, and that's the problem. They just know they're in, it's a now world, and he's not. He's not, but he is great, but he's not He's not there, and I don't think he will ever be there. Uh, it, it's He'll never have a winning record in the finals. He got there. That's great, but he's the one that started this super team nonsense, and uh, it's, it's, not, it's not good for the game, but I appreciate the call, but if he wasn't – 
he'd be a more likable guy if he wasn't so insecure. All right, we'll we'll roll through the calls and we come back. I got plenty of them I want to get to. You know, there's a lot of people there I want to get to you, get your thoughts, and then uh, and move forward. WIP Sports Time is nine thirty seven. Sixers have ever had. The rest of the stuff is garbage. This is good. All right, Al, you're on WIP. Oh, Morning, Howard. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. I, I had a um, just a comment and then a, a point I'd like to make. Uh, the comment is I, I find it ironic that uh, arguably the Sixers' biggest problem, or one of them, is uh, rehab. And your station advertises three rehab companies every day. Why don't you send one over there? You know, well, I, have, I have nothing to do with that. It's not, right. okay. uh, it's not the, the rehab companies. Uh, in Joel Embiid's case, he has a career of injuries, and he's got to get over that. But when he plays and what he does, I don't think it's the rehab. I think it's the uh, it's the sports science nonsense. It's a, it's a zoologist, and the guy that's head of their sports science has a doctorate in zoology. Uh, <laughs> so I I just I, I don't get it because the doc everybody blames the doctors. I don't think it's matter of fact. I would bet you it's not the doctors and it's unfair to blame those doctors because they don't have a say in a lot of that stuff. Uh, and yeah, I got to get to who it is though, because it's obviously an issue. Well, uh, but what's it's, the, it's not just Embiid. It's, no, but, it's a bunch of people, but who is it? Who is it? Besides? I don't know. I don't know. No, it's Embiid's, and the, only, Embiid's the only guy. Uh, Embiid's and you know, but it's this minutes restriction nonsense. We'll see what happens with Ben Simmons this year. That's another, that's another, it, it's, these sports science people have taken decisions out of the hands of the real medical people. And that's an unfortunate thing. Really, really unfortunate. Uh, cause it puts the doctors in a bad place cause it makes them look bad and they're not bad. They're good. Uh, and you got a, a sports science nonsense. It's nonsense. It's just overdone. And you got a zoologist who's the guy that's running it for the Sixers. Joe, you're on WIP. Hey, what's up, Howard? Hey, what's happening? I just want to touch on a couple of facts. I'm touching on a couple of points about the room. I see these young kids now. These young players, they all play jersey after the game and all that kind of stuff nowadays because they've been playing oh. against each other since they were 13 or 14 for summers after summers. They all know each other. And and there's the players who went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to a million dollars. Bird and Magic never played each other as kids through grade school and high school. These kids already know each other. And that's why they, they have tight relationships after the games and okay, things like he, that. Okay, here's, but here's what I'll tell you. You want to have a relationship? Don't do it on the court. And in football, in the case of football, I think it's a disgrace, a disgrace that football players, after they beat each other's brains in for sixty minutes, and literally, uh-huh. unfortunately, literally, and I don't mean it in the sense, beat yeah. each other's heads off. Uh, literally, they have to trade them on the field. Hey, listen, yeah. when you get when you but, get back, it's a bad, it's a bad yeah. look. When you get back, hey, listen, bro, I'm going to send you the jersey or I'll right. have my equipment guy take it down and you bring me yours. You know, the players, this is how ridiculous it is. The teams now, and most of them do it, I'm not sure whether the Eagles do it, but I know Pittsburgh started it. If you want to trade your jersey, it's $1,500. There's 
They're paying $1,500. The jersey doesn't cost that. They're trying to stop it, and they can't. I guess there's no rules. But it's after the, the finals, LeBron had a hung, hug Durant. Why couldn't yeah. he after? Why couldn't? Why did you have to do it on the court? After the right. game, when, you, when, when you're done, you walk down to their locker room and say, hey, I just wanted to wish you congratulations. But it's right. got to be a big display of, uh, look at me. It, it, it's all about television. It's all about the cameras. And it's just a bad look. That's all. Yeah, but they really did. Hey, whether they're friends or not, I know Julia Serving tried to strangle Larry Bird. And he, yeah. to this day, is disappointed in himself because I don't know that they were friends, but they respected each other. It's really not about being friends. It's about respect. And you want to beat their brains in. But it seems to me that, and here's the other problem I have, and not all players, but some, some is too many, walk away from a game and said, you know what, we lost, I gave it my, maybe they gave it their best, but I'm still getting my paycheck. And they walk yeah. away from games. There's some players that walk away from tough losses, and five minutes later they're saying, hey, where are we going to go tonight to party? I know it's a different world, and it has nothing to do with millennial. It has something to do with the way you're supposed to play the game. You're I, and I see a lot of people getting on um, seven. I, I look at his little his documentary. He, I see a, a like 17-year-old kid coming from Australia, mixed kid coming from Australia to the United States. It's a total culture shock. I mean, I think he was really seeing how exploited you are as an athlete in the United States. I, I mean, I mean, you're talking he about he played at LSU and he complained and he complained about not getting paid and he's complained about money. You can you can sell his t-shirts at campus. He didn't probably even realize you could sell his t-shirts, sell his face likes, and put millions of dollars to your university. You don't see nothing out of it. I mean, he's seen it. At this point, you know, they're all they all care about money, and not all of them. A lot of them care about money. Not all. Why wouldn't they? Hey, listen, they're already going to be millionaires. Ben Simmons doesn't have to play a second in the NBA. And he's not the what? only one, but we, this is the one we're discussing. Uh, doesn't have to play a second, and he's a millionaire. He's already got this big sh- shoe deal. He's already got a guaranteed contract for, what is it, four years. So yeah. he's a million, million, millionaire. He's got enough money for the rest of his life based but on all this. But when he's in LSU with somebody in high school, he's nothing. You know what I mean? So I mean, but, but, but there's a lot of guys that, that, that don't. Get that opportunity. You're playing. If you're a teammate, you're playing for those guys too, because they may. Most of them aren't going to play in the NBA, and most yeah. of them need that college education, and most of them need that scholarship to get that education. Ed, you're on WIP. Hey, what's up, Howard? How you doing, today? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, in the past, I've had conversations with you about Hanky and and whatnot, and the process, and I know you're down on it, but. This took a real GM skill to, number one, get our pick back for this year because we wouldn't have had one, which was all him. And to go from to have that flip-flop meant was big, too. I mean, because can you imagine trying to get the one with no pick or picking from five? Here, here's what I'm going to tell you. Four years of losing is not fair, all right? And anybody, he's not the only guy that could have done this. Anybody, when you no, just trade everything away, him. when you just trade everything away, he is a, a, a Wall Street guy that's good with numbers, and that's what it is. Couldn't evaluate it, talent. Wait a minute. But wait a minute. It took. It takes GM skills to not draft Nerlens Noel, to not draft Michael Carter Williams, to not draft Jalil Okafor. It takes GM skills to do that too. So let let's just relax here and see what happens. Mark, you're on WIP. 
Yeah, Howard, I want your opinion on, I think you've said a little bit, but I haven't heard the whole show, Ben Simmons. I mean, everybody's so making Ben Simmons out to be the next Dominique Wilkins here. I mean, the guy, I watched him in college. I watched him in the summer league. He can't shoot the basketball. I mean. Well, no, we, we already know that. We know what, that. what is he going, how is he going to score the ball? Well, how's he going to score? I don't like that term, score the ball. And what else would you score with? Are you going to score with your shoe? No, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you going to how- score with your jock strap? I mean, how else are you going to score? You score with the ball. But I know. I'm just busting your chops because I don't like that term, it, score the ball. Uh, well, I don't know how else to score. you got to score with the basketball. But whatever. He's not a good shooter, but we already knew that. We already knew that. Uh, but we'll see how he plays. We'll see how he develops in the NBA. Andrew, you're on WIP. Hey, Howard. Good morning. Good morning. So, listen, I I agree with you with the Sixers. There's still a lot of work that needs to be done, but there's more excitement about them right now. No question. Than there's been since 2001. I don't know know about that. There was excitement before. They got Andrew Bynum. There was excitement. There was a lot of excitement. Then that was one player. I don't understand. Now, I'm not an advocate. We We know there's excitement. You're not bringing anything new to the table. Well, yeah, but for you to sit here and bash Hinky like, Hinky's over. Hinky is over. Hinky Hinky didn't understand talent. Hinky okay. just juggled around numbers. He didn't understand talent. We're, we're moving on. We're moving on. No more Hinky. No more Hinky. No more Hinky. He's. I think he was a fraud. I think he he had a Ponzi scheme. Anybody could could get a team to lose to get all these picks. It's what you do with all that. And he would not. I believe this, and other people in the organization of the Sixers believe this, he would have never made this trade, and this trade made them better. It's that simple. They have a basketball guy in place, a guy that knows the game, a guy that can move this team forward, a guy that's going to make the 76ers better, and they clearly are a better team uh, since Brian Colangelo came in. And the Hinky people got to stop. It's just, well, if they don't get a championship, then they're going to blame Brian Colangelo. If they do, then they're going to praise Hinky, and it's going to be Hinky. You got to stop. Stop. It's a new era. It's done. It's over. Stop with all this process nonsense. Uh, anybody can lose. Anybody. You could lose. You, 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 any of you could lose. But he was skilled. He was skilled at numbers, about flipping things around and doing things because of his Wall Street background. But as far as judging players, I think he was terrible. Was terrible. All right, but hey, listen, anybody, but they haven't done anything yet, but they are better and they are on their way to being much better, but things have to fall in place. All right. I want to thank everybody uh, for jumping in the show and here's, I'll leave you with this. Uh, and it's a term that I can't stand anymore. I want you to count from this week to the next week. How many times people use the term chip on your shoulder? I didn't know they were giving out so many chips. You know, a guy, has desire, the will to win. Chip on your shoulder. Chip for everybody. Everybody's got a chip on their shoulder. Lonzo Ball's got a chip on his shoulder. Markel Fultz here got a chip on his shoulder. This guy's got a chip on his shoulder. I didn't know they were giving away so many chips. It's the desire to win, and those are the players that you want. All right, 94 WIP. Uh, Phil Jackson on the other side. Uh, Ed Benkin telling us about the Flyers pick because – Nobody really wanted to talk about that today. So, hey, listen, the Flyers got a really good player, and uh, and they'll move forward, too. They're going to take some time. Uh, Glenn and Ray are next from Delaware Park. WIP Sports Time is now 9.55. Uh, and... 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.